Welcome to the K-Pop Corner. This is Kendra. We have the amazing Jade. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 51. We have um, a lot of things to talk about. It's nothing like, nothing specific comeback-wise or anything like that, but some happenings going on in the K-Pop community. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we're basically just going to talk about some K-pop controversial outfits slash concepts <laughs> happening right now. Um, Minyuk and Dozni? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his name. Apologize. Um, like, they have a Mountain Dew, um, pop-up. Like a little mini collab. Yeah. Which was well received. Um, Minyuk's mm-hmm. doing a charity event auction. Mm-hmm. We have Ive, who's going to have their full-length album come back soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got news of like a Cape or Cacao Columbia, U.S. market <laughs> venture. <laughs> venture, yeah. And then we'll also talk about like TikTok. And the whole TikTok potentially being banned and the whole, like, what that means to K-pop stands mm-hmm. and all that. It's like a hodgepodge of uh, K-pop <laughs> happenings. It is. Yeah. I know Jimin had his comeback today mm-hmm. for his new album, but I did not really get to delve into it, so... It's a little hard when that stuff drops, like, on the day where we have to record. Right. Unless it's our alts, because then they're already on the radar anyway. Right. But maybe we'll have to, like, look into that at some mm-hmm. point. Um, but yeah. So, Minyuk's... Minyuk and... <laughs> I wish I knew how to say his name. Okay, before we even start, uh-huh. <laughs> what? he did announce this enlistment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Started He's with leaving. a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I think no, it's, this yeah. makes, it makes more sense when it's we talk true. about it. Like, because, you know, we never provide contacts <laughs> on this show. Kendra and I literally <laughs> were just talking about we should provide more contacts on this show. So a couple weeks ago, like at, right after the last podcast, he announced that he was enlisting um, as active uh, military starting uh, April 4th. So he's been really, really busy since that announcement and a slew of happenings have happened. <laughs> yes. um, so and this was sort of this was really unexpected. Yeah, Absolutely. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? If I could say his darn name. It's D-O-E-Z-N-Y. And I just don't know how he pronounces it. Right. But he is. You said he's a street artist, right? Yes, he's a street artist. So him and Minyuk and Mountain Dew. <laughs> right. Came together to create this. Um, it's like a mixture of... Uh, cause someone like animated 
Minyuk's whale art into mm-hmm. like a, which is really cool. Um, yeah, it was very cool. A lot of it's like a mixture of Mountain Dew theme and whales and whatever mm-hmm. else. So it's kind of like they each took what they're known for. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna say Dozni. I don't know whether or not that's right or wrong. I know he's done like this exit sign, like uh, art before. So he brought that piece of it. Min Hyuk brought the whale, and then mm. like they used like that the Mountain Dew, like that lime green color, kind of like as a cohesive so, theme. Correct. So they kind of like took three different ideas and kind of like merged it, and then somebody else did actually do like animation from from those pieces. So it's like a little pop-up exhibit. It was only for two days. Um, but he looked really, really happy. He did. You know, there were a lot of people that showed up. There were a lot yep. of, like, magazines. There were a lot, of, you know, some people from the art world. He just looked really happy. I think in his Instagram post, he says something like, I guess this is, like, my first exhibit. Aw. Yeah, it was really cute. It, you know. Did I so hear really that it was the same place that they had um fuck <laughs> memories in november or am i, I have that no idea oh i have no idea i was not around <laughs> for that so i'm not really sure i wasn't either but i thought i read it in an article somewhere i don't know it looked like a very small space yeah so i'm not really sure there were a lot of people who came either just to get a glimpse of him. Right. Or were actually trying to go to the exhibit. Right. There's a lot of um, photographs on Twitter showing how many people mm-hmm. were lining the streets. Yeah. And so. it's, first of all, it was like a small space and it was only for two days. Um so I don't know how many people actually got to go in because it does look like there was like a little like VIP kind of meet and greet going on. Oh, really? So I'm not sure if the whole thing was always open to the public because I know they had like very limited merch and I know people were trying to buy merch, but they were not letting everybody in because they were at capacity. So yeah. I'm hoping they'll make the merch available some other time, so I don't really know, but... I do love that Gravity... What? Do you know his name? Oh, you've said it so many times. Hyunju. Yes. Sorry. That one just yeah. won't stick. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that they made time to do hit the... Um... <laughs> the groovy challenge yes. at the exhibit. Yeah. Like, literally Hyunjoon in front of was the... like... <laughs> Hyunjoon is like a Minhyuk stan. Oh my god, um, he is. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, he is like if I can't get Minhyuk to come and do my challenge, <laughs> I will go to him and force him to do it. I thought that They're was very so cute. funny. It's very sweet. <laughs> yeah, saw it on TikTok and I was like, really? At the exhibit? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And it's funny because, you know, in a lot of the footage, um, people were like, oh, he's Minhyuk's little brother. It's very cute. Yeah. You could tell um, one of their comebacks that Minhyuk did the emceeing for. Yeah. You could just tell, like, in the behind the scenes footage that, like, he's super fan of Minhyuk. 
There's like oh, adoration yeah. in his eyes. I know. It was for time. it was for adrenaline. Like that was the title track. I forgot what the album is called. Yeah. It was very cute. Yeah. <laughs> so and then in conjunction, not literally in conjunction. Not related. <laughs> We take it all back. Completely unrelated. Wrong word, but in conjunction yeah. meaning Minyuk. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Um, very separate event I came mm-hmm. to learn. I don't know why my brain just put that Because together. they're all happening all at once. Maybe. It's like, it's like he announced that he was enlisting and then it was like, pictorial magazine (laughs) cover art exhibit charity auction and god knows what else because we still have a week to go so Uh, charity event yes he decided to host a charity auction Mm -hmm. for some of his rare items that he has correct whether it was like the bag that he painted on was that for now I forgot what show it was, but he painted the green bag. I don't remember if it was on, like, now, or if that was, like, in one of his vlogs, the Telfar bag. It might have been. I'm not not sure. Um, So what's interesting is I saw numbers for the charity event, and then Jade, before the podcast, told me that they had to restart it because people didn't do it correctly. Mm Mm-hmm. But even then, um, the numbers are still insanely up there. Mm-hmm. Like you said, 10K US dollars. Yeah. I think they're like last time I checked, every item was over $10,000. Which is amazing because obviously it's going to a good cause. Right. But um, I don't think he. I don't think they have announced the charity. I didn't think they had, but I right. tend to lose those little details. <laughs> right. I mean, it could have been, but I don't really know because number one, the auction was for for Korea residents only. Mm. Um, there were seven items in in total, and I feel like this is something he's talked about a few times already. Um, I know he talked about this a couple years ago where he said something about like, I would like to auction off my, you know, my items. And then not that long ago, I think he went on Fan Cafe and was like, hey, if I were to auction items off, what would you guys like to see? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So there's seven items in total. Like, and what I love about these items is, is that each item holds like a significance in his life. So it's his first whale painting, um, the Telfar hoodie that he basically said it's like his favorite item of clothing, mm. a landscape painting, um, his M ring that he made himself, customized sneakers that he wore for every stage of On Shimmy on tour, oh. um, the Telfar bag, bag that he painted, and his um, paint palette. So every item is really just meaningful for him and he basically said these are like my most treasured items so and obviously there's so many things on here that's truly one of a kind that he created um so it's really really special yep it's very nice 
It is. And he wrote, like, every item, he wrote, uh, like, a two-sentence description of what the item means to him. It's just, it's the whole thing, just, it it gives you, like, the feels. Right. It really, yeah. like, for me, this is such a testament to him as a person. And it's very sweet and thoughtful and kind. Agreed. I'm very proud of him. <laughs> I agree. Well, it does sound like he has some attachment to some of that stuff. It means a lot to him. Right. So, and he's he's doing it for a good cause, even though mm-hmm. we might not know what it is yet. Right. He's going to a good cause, so. Right. It's very sweet. Yeah, and I think the auction closes in two days, and I hope that the people who win these items will truly treasure them. I hope so. Because they really are very sentimental and special. Yep, I agree. So you also... You also got your pictorial you wanted so, so much. Oh my god, please. First of all, I want to... Remember last episode, I said I want to fight him? <laughs> yes. <sighs> so like, what What was it? Like two weeks ago, right? Right after we recorded the last episode. like, And he hinted. He was at like a fan sign for Flown. And he basically was like, oh, there's going to be an announcement. And mom babies are not going to be happy. And he said it was, like, going to come. And, like, all weekend, everyone was on pins and needles and yeah. nothing happened. And then 9 o'clock Monday morning, he uploads to his Instagram his collab with Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. Where he's basically, like, <laughs> advertising this giant, the most beautiful, ring. gorgeous, like, engagement <laughs> ring. <laughs> And we yeah. were like, oh, is this the announcement? Then like an hour later, he um, uploaded this really beautiful letter that he wrote to um, the fandom on Fan Cafe yep. and basically said, you know, he's going to enlist on the 4th. And then we were like, okay, fine. And, you know, just and then all of a sudden was it like the night after. Because <laughs> that was for, I think the, the Tiffany collab was for like Esquire. Okay. So we're like, okay, this is great. You know, I was like, oh, it's, I got my, I got my photos of Minhyuk holding like a giant engagement ring ready to like pop the question. And then all of a sudden it was like, I think it was just like covers of singles magazine. And I was like, oh, this is something. Cause you know, I love his pictorials. Yep. And then over the course of the week, they released more and more photos. Like, every photo was better than the previous photos. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny because in our group chat, she was like, I better get a pictorial before he enlists. She was, like, very (laughs) upset. She's like, he's due for one, darn it. And we all agreed. It's true. (laughs) And then, well, bam. But the Tiffany thing, that was super unexpected, too. Like, it's just right. been like a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, mm-hmm. kind of time mm-hmm. <laughs> with him. Yeah. Yeah. Those, that one shot you sent me where he's in the doorway. Uh-huh. With the arms. <laughs> with, with the arms. With the arms. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? 
Yeah. Like, that was the most, like, jaw-dropping. Mm-hmm. Because Minyuk is gorgeous, so he always has beautiful pictorials. Mm-hmm. But you just aren't ready for muscles on this man. Or any definition. Because we're just not... That's just not what he does. It wasn't just, <laughs> like... Everything about that photo, that yeah. the composition of the photo, like the art direction of all of these photos are really beautiful. And like, it's just with him, it's, I was literally like, I was like, oh my God, what's the art director like, give me like your most seductive look. And he's <laughs> like, bet. Like, yeah, I got yeah. this. Yeah, for sure. It It's not like, yeah, the arms was shot like it, it was shocking. shocking which yeah it's which is crazy the arms were shocking but like his face like mm-hmm. the styling the composition I agree. the use of lighting the black and white everything about that photo was just so beautifully composed i agree so, so well yeah. done they really so well done it was like a home run <laughs> it like really captured him in such a beautiful way yeah like really like it's so funny because two days like later we also got i am on the cover of first look yeah which was just like also open shirt after open shirt after open <laughs> shirt but like different they're yeah. both oh. incredibly sexy but yes. really really different ways like minion always has like a really nice smoldering he's either really mm-hmm. smoldering or he's really angelic ish i don't know how to explain it Mm -hmm. like really smooth just porcelain beautiful yeah yeah i am is brooding correct not necessarily smoldering necessarily but more like a brooding smolder Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then of course like we were not surprised by showing some abs and stuff that's right well what i was not expecting was the one it's like the side are you talking about i am yeah like the three quarter Mm -hmm. profile with his shirt i don't know it was like the way that his waistband Mm -hmm. and the way that they had the um the belt Mm -hmm. i don't know i was just like it's way more abs than i was prepared to see Mm -hmm. (laughs) to me it just because it's from like a different Because it's from, like, I definitely think the pants were lower. Also, it's, like, from a different perspective. It's the way he's posing. It's the way his muscles are, like, situated. And it's, like, the way the angles are shot. And the the shadows and the lighting is really beautiful. Yes. Yeah. That, to me, I got home from John Mayer and was like, (laughs) what the fuck? Right. (laughs) Like, I was floored. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of interesting. Like, they have, like, they're both sexy, but their sex appeal is very, very different. Yes. Because I don't think you have to be showing all that skin to be on the same sexy scale. Minhyuk showed an arm, my friend. It was just an arm. An arm (laughs) we've seen many, many times before. But, like, in that particular composition, it was, like, it was, like, jaw-dropping. Right. Because for yeah. Minyuk, he he doesn't show 
skin like that necessarily. It's more in a nuanced way. Right. So, and it's not even that arms is really skin. It's just, it's just something we're not used to. Correct. And for me, though, it was like the definition in that arm, because he's like got it stretched out and you can, you know, he's like putting some, he's flexing. Correct. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, we haven't (laughs) seen that before. (laughs) What are you doing? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I am is a little more... Uh, okay, like, yes, this is I am, this is I am's thing, I am does this, mm-hmm. it was very sexy. Right, but he's, like, pushing the boundaries a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I do like that picture where he's on, he's kind of, like, leaning back on his arm, mm-hmm. and he has, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of chest showing. Yeah. Like, the lighting in that shot. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. <sighs> so good. <laughs> People don't, like, honestly, for me... You know, both of us come from, like, a magazine background. Mm -hmm. I think, like, lighting is probably always the VIP. Like, people talk about, like, yeah, like, I think um, the styling really, like, showcases. But what really makes good photographs, a lot of times, the distinction is in the lighting. Oh, 100%. I think a a prime example of that would be, was it Minyuk Dazed? Where the cover is really, really dark. It's like really, really subdued. Um, he has like a hat on. Not a hat, but like a almost like a brayish hat. Oh, uh, no, I, I know you know what I mean. He has the iconic one where he's got the hands going around his face. It's black and white. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I have the magazine, but like for me, his most iconic cover is the Leon uh what is it? Leon Official, where he's in that like long cashmere coat and he just has that tiny sliver of light in front mm. of him but that's better because the one i'm talking about the really contrast is terrible like in my opinion i bought that magazine i was kind of hoping that maybe the magazine wouldn't have been as bad as the people were scanning oh okay the maps one is that the oh, maps, maps one where it it's be. like yeah, it's it's too washed out. It's so like it's so grayscale. Incredibly it looks, washed yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they are gorgeous shots, but yeah. the the lighting is horrible. And yeah, and when I watch, they like you know how they bring they don't bring back the behind the scenes, but they finally mm-hmm. re- release stuff. Yeah, like a year later, and we get all confused. Mm-hmm. They did that, and I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is how it really looked. Right, yeah. It was so gorgeous. Yeah. The colors were so beautiful, but they just did not do it justice. Here, this is my problem with black and white photos, and I think one of the reasons why a lot of black and white photos look really flat is is that they're using grayscale versus, like, a rich black. Right. Because a rich black is really like four color, it's a four color black versus grayscale. That's why you don't see the definition. That's why these photos in those black and white shots of I am from um, first look, that's why these are really gorgeous mm. because of like the high contrast. Yeah. When you have those high contrasts, you see the nuances in the shadows and right. the details. So like you see definition. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. I totally And especially agree. this photo of him where he's like leaning between like the doors. Like he is just like, he's also on a dark background. Yeah, but he pops. But he pops. And yeah. also there's 
depth. Right. Yeah. Oh no. These <laughs> we get the, it. We. I mean, yeah. We Whether get it. Whether the listeners get what we're trying to say, I don't know, but we get it. <laughs> I know, but like honestly, some of these, like these photos from singles, like the the lighting on these where they play with shadows on his face is seriously so beautiful. Really yes. well done. I so. Agree. Yeah, I mean, I was really hoping for a drama before he enlisted, <laughs> but you know, he's a Jade hater, so no uh, reason I don't fight think he's him. A Jade hater. I just think he always set the bar pretty high for the time allotted. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looks really good in that yeah, photo. I'm really happy. So yeah, and he got like three different covers. Yeah. And I think did. that was the thing. One of the covers was all, and one of the covers is also black and white, I think. They just like look beautiful. So I'm super happy. That was like the first shot of arms. But <laughs> <And then laughs> I also did not realize that shirt he wore on the cover is actually not connected. So the whole entire side is open. Oh, really? Yeah. I have to look. I will send you the zoomed in version. <laughs> the zoomed in. Of course the zoomed in. Well, because it's really hard to tell because he's in like a shadowy room. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. At I'm first really glance, happy. you wouldn't see it. No. I slowed down that video <laughs> when I was making a TikTok. I was like, oh, excuse you. Oh, my God. This is a lot of skin. That's he so looks gorgeous. And I'm going to be really really sad yeah next week yeah honestly yeah just sucks <laughs> you know what because he's doing active service i'm really hoping we will actually see and hear from him right kind of like the sf9 boys and mj yeah. oh my god they're everywhere they're everywhere, so this is <laughs> this is what I'm uh, counting on. That's the other thing Jayun went in from SF9. <sighs> I know this is this year is going to be a very tough year for third gen boy group stands. Agreed. Some of my some of my drama boys are going in, so it's going to be a tough year, man. It is. It was but really. You know what? They'll be back soon. It is true. Shoto's gonna be back like... <laughs> sooner than we know. I know. I yeah. I was really hoping that. Like, I don't like this crossover. Nope. I was kind of hoping he could come back and then Minyuk would go. Right. But they don't get to yeah. choose. So. They don't, and you know we have a couple more monsters this year, probably. So, Taman's also coming back. I think he's due out tomorrow. Be oh, is it tomorrow? Shit. I think he's like, yeah, I think he's due back tomorrow. I know he I'm went in mistaken. before show new. Yeah. But then he also went from active to. They extended it, yeah. I believe. I know he's coming back soon because they, I think, Shiny announced they're having a comeback in May. Okay. 
Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they are not messing around. So <sighs> you win some, you lose some. Indeed. Yeah, but so that's I will what say we got. Lise Minyuk sending us off with a bang. oh you know this is something i've been thinking about i think he's someone from you know that has like a very clear vision of his own personal brand and people could say whatever they want to about starship Mm -hmm. i have to give him props for whoever's managing his personal brand or helping him with his personal brand I think they're doing a tremendous job. Um, you know, I've been in this fandom for like a, you know, a year and a half. So it's been really kind of interesting to see how he's sort of like pivoting his personal brand just within the past year and a half, like just with his collabs and his endorsements. I do see this sort of uh, mat- maturation of his so it's actually really kind of cool. Like he's doing things that he's talked about doing. And I'm really happy that Starship is helping him realize some of those dreams. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I think, and he even said that like he's really happy. He's very like, you know, he's always believed in himself. And I love this about him. So I think he probably, you know, because he has taken a hiatus you know, sort of like at the height of his career, I think he's really going out knowing that he's doing really well and people really like him and he's really well received. It's good. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Yeah, I hope he can keep that in his heart, you know. Yeah. For the two, well, 18 months. <laughs> yeah. So, but he'll be busy. Absolutely. He'll be doing other stuff. Yeah. You know. You know, I'm sure I'm, it's good for them, too. Right. I mean, I I always said, like, I think enlistment is a well-deserved break. Right. Um. So, yeah. We'll still I be here. I cannot wait to see this magazine. Yes. Yeah. Are you getting it? Yeah. Are you just, I yeah? Am. Yeah. <sighs> I've stopped getting magazines because I'm like, fuck this. One, is too much money. And two, it's always like, you know, six pages. Maybe I know. 10. Maybe. I they know. have that big of one. Yeah, but this one is just too good. <laughs> I, like, I've never been disappointed by his pictorials. No. And this is just seems like, like, every photo I've seen, I'm just like, oh my god, this is spectacular. Yeah. Just the styling. And I love how he looks very serious in these photos, but also, like, really he just like looks really confident it's you know confidence is very sexy so (laughs) yes and the styling is great so i'm just happy and he looks like they gave him some really different looks so i love that different hair and stuff so yeah we'll be without our sunshine yes and somebody post yeah somebody on posted on twitter was like oh poor hyungwon he's gonna be without his other half oh yes i know but the great thing about monsta x is it seems like all the members are pretty close to one another in some regard 
Agreed. So, I mean, he fucking calls Juhan Jagya. Correct. And then he's got Ayam, who he's very close with as well. Yes. You know. Like... And even with Kiki, you know, they have this, <laughs> you know, funny Tom and Jerry relationship, right. but there's so much love. Yes. Like, I think, so. what what did he do? The Why magazine, when they did the interview, they asked him, like, what's your favorite song? He said the song he wrote for Keon. Yes, I forgot about so that. So sweet. So I sweet. I love them. Yeah. I want them to be friends forever. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Yeah. I mean, I think you know. they've gone beyond being friends. I mean. Like, if they're, they're... faking it, they're doing a really good job. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I've. I mean, we're wa- we're all watching their variety show. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, I mean, they're faking it. They deserve Oscars for their performances. Because <laughs> I'm sure there really are groups out there who not all the members are super close. Yeah, you know, they might be like siblings, where you're like, yeah, I tolerate you, but we're not like best friends. Right. I mean, I do believe, like, with all the groups, I think there are people who are co-workers, there are people who True. are friends, and there are people who are family. Right. And, like, for me, the monsters are very much like family. Yes. Yep. So, so. yeah, we're sending another one off. <sighs> so lame. But, yes. <laughs> I know. And I think Hobie is getting ready to go. I've heard whispers. Um, yes. I yeah. believe they said he got a notification. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sooner they go, the sooner they'll be back. That's, That's... what I keep on telling myself. And yeah. honestly, like, Shonu is coming back soon. Right. I mean, so. it's not all bad. Yeah. They have to do it. This is something that they have to do so we cheer them on and wait for them to come back (laughs) agreed so let's move on uh is there much to talk about ive should we do that before controversy or do controversy sure no let's talk about i mean there's really not much to talk about basically they they're having a comeback um, the name is <laughs> That's slightly odd to me. The name um, is cringeworthy, in my opinion. It's almost like, remember when Blackpink came out with their full album uh-huh. and they called it The Album? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. I was like, really? After all this time? That's the creativity that comes out. Yep. It's like on the same level for me with Ive, because it's Ive, Ive's first, fuck, I can't find the fucking post. (laughs) I I like too many things. Oh, no, you should just go to my, no, I sent it to you, so you should, you should just look in my, you could just look in my, in the text thread. You mean the text thread where we text a lot? (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh, there it is okay work. fine it worked <laughs> first of all <laughs> the poster looks like an eye exam correct which i'm like okay maybe that was their point mm-hmm. 
I just don't understand. It's I've, I apostrophe V-E, I've. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I really, really like I've. Mm-hmm. So I am looking forward to this album. Me too. Um, I do like the direction that Starship's going with them. Mm-hmm. I just really wish they could have been a little more inventive. Like, why? Um, well, you know, I have beef <laughs> with the graphic designers at Starship. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> I like I like maybe this is their ploy. We're just going to give you this ugly ass schedule. So everything we release after you're just going to be so overwhelmed with gratitude that you see any sort of like effort and thought. And this is not this has nothing obviously to do with the girls. This is strictly our beef with like. We the freaking graphic designers. Same thing about Monsex's. Oh my gosh. They need to be fired. Yeah. Like, whoever's doing this needs to be fired. So even... Unless if, there's a reason, which I just don't see the reason. Other there, than... Like, there's a joke on their post. Like, someone put a meme. And they're like, even if you treated it like you didn't have glasses and all you could see were the big words, it says, I've first, I've, I've. You know... there is like a marketing concept where you kind of like ingrains like an ideology into someone's brain by using repetitive like lettering or phrasing so maybe they're just really trying to like subliminally or like just hardcore pushing i've into your subconscious (laughs) okay I've the first album, I've I've schedule. I'm just not sold, but that's okay. Oh, I'm not sold. I hate this. I told you this when I sent it to you. I'm like, this is terrible. I want to fight them. If I wanted to go buy this album, not that, okay. For me, it's a little different. I'm a multi, so I have to have a really good reason to go buy another group's album. Whether it's because it's aesthetically pleasing or I really like the music or the art or whatever. But now I'm going to go buy this album and it's going to have I've, 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 I've. Yeah, but like I feel like we can't judge what the album's going to look like based on the schedule. Because every Masa X schedule has been so incredibly, like offensively ugly. But... But reason, we're always surprised. I the, the reason made it on still the, terrible. Yeah, but it still made it on all the albums. I know, so but hopefully it's saying. not this atrocious. What if you're looking at the spine of it with your collection on your bookshelf and it's I've 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 I've. I don't know. I've first I mean, album. I guess. I guess we're just gonna have to like wait and see what it actually will look like. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll surprise me. And Dude, there is really literally cool. no design on here no i'm not as i'm not as upset about the design itself at least it's legible i'll give them that but and again the schedule doesn't necessarily mean that's what the overall aesthetic's gonna be correct we've seen that there is no aesthetic here (laughs) 
There's an aesthetic. It's called the eye exam aesthetic. Oh, my God. That's clearly what they have to be doing. As someone who is blind as a bat, <laughs> I have had my fair share of eye exams. That's the first thing I thought, as did everyone else in the comments. I don't know. Do you, like, so their, their pre-release is going to be called Kitsch? Do you think that, that they what? think this is kitsch? Like, do you think this is, like, their interpretation interpretation of, like, being very kitschy? I have to remember what kitsch means. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> is kitsch good or bad? I mean, for me, kitsch could be like some people like it because they feel like it's different or like some people could interpret it as being cute. Um, I don't know. For me, kitsch is I <laughs> tend not to use it in a positive way, but even the definitions, you know. it's not exactly it says art, objects, or design considered to be in poor taste because of excessive garishness or right. sentimentality, but sometimes appreciated in an ironic or knowing way. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's not Maybe in a good way. This is meant to be kitsch. <laughs> we'll have to see. Like we haven't. This is just yeah. the beginning. Right. <laughs> it's just a scheduler. We don't. We don't really know. I've hated every single schedule. Yeah, Starship has ever released. <laughs> so, they were good at one point. Yeah, I Before was not. A, I was not around. <laughs> correct. I. I have not had a good schedule yet again. We really can't. I mean, let's be honest. We hate most schedulers ever <laughs> released by any group ever known to us. Mostly, yes. <laughs> some of them have been okay some of them have been okay could use some improvements but we're still generally yeah. okay but yeah. monster X's have been like what are you doing <laughs> terrible they've been terrible but it's also but, our opinion well also like <laughs> i do feel at a certain point i we just have to reconcile that like the schedule the design of the schedule is just Hot garbage always <laughs> and meaningless when it's all said and done. <laughs> because garbage. at the end of the day, with the exception of that stupid font for a reason, <laughs> everything else was designed quite nicely. Yes. I don't really have issues with anything other than the, the typesetting <laughs> the that they chose. The yeah. logo. Correct. And like... The, the photo concepts are absolutely beautiful. Right. Everything they did after, like, <laughs> you know, the it's, hot piece of garbage we got was spectacular. <laughs> and I can't, you know. I always felt like Monsex, they were rushing. It always felt like everything was in a hurry. <laughs> like, so this, like, I feel like maybe this is the SSE way. Like, what the hell is this? But this feels more thought out than rushing. This feels like you they You think tried. this is thought out? In my opinion, if they are trying to model something um, eye exam-wise or kitschy or whatever, that feels like it has more of a plan to it. 
It's not just like a bunch of shit thrown out of a page. Like it, there is hierarchy here, even though the hierarchy is kind of dumb. But what is the hierarchy? The big ass fucking words. I'm saying there's literal I, visual hierarchy. I've first, I've, I've. And then the next would be the album schedule. If we go by literal hierarchy of size. And then what's funny is because the most important part that we need is the smallest part. <laughs> anyway. You don't agree? Uh, no. <laughs> In the rule of design... If I wanted something to stand out, I would make it big and bold. But to me, from a marketing perspective, <laughs> this is hot garbage because nothing stands out. What's the first thing you see when you look at the image? No, I get. So like, it does stand out, but that, it is still garbage. But it's not standing out in a good way. Correct. It's... When like literally everything is the same, just scaled differently, which means that nothing is of importance and hot garbage. It's just so it's not what I would think is a catchy, informative, well-designed piece. No, (laughs) no, I don't know what they're trying to achieve here. Let's put it that way. Even uh, I would even go on to say that the columns that they're using in the schedule, which is the actual important info, is so gappy. There's so much, you know, blank space between each one that it, it also kind of makes it awkward to read. But that's just me. This looks like someone took <laughs> an Excel spreadsheet and dumped it into the design and just didn't even bother to, like, format it one way or another. That's what this, this speaks of laziness, which very on brand (laughs) for the design department of Starship. I agree. I agree. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) Everything else past this, I have faith will be better. Oh, God. I don't know about the so terrible. Everything has to be better. The track list might still be a hot mess. I, I SSE standard. I I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. Where they use a like, different font for every song. But I feel like that's a lot. I feel like other groups, other companies do that too. I, I think this also goes into so many groups, so many comebacks, so many concepts. Like you, it's very hard to come up with something fresh and new. So maybe they just resort to, like, this is not important. (laughs) You know, if this is just hot garbage, everything else is phenomenal. I really don't care about what the... Right. It's just a schedule. What the schedule looks like. But, again, you know, my other issue with SSE is always their, like, dumb decisions when it comes to fonts. You know, like, fonts that are really hard to read, the reason that looks like prison... Like, they're just like, you guys been complaining. We're just going to give you giant-ass, ugly-ass block letter so you can't complain about it. So here we are. Yep. 
I mean, they did give us what we asked for, which is like something easy to read. <laughs> we should start asking for more than this. But I have faith. I'm not so I'm not so worried. It's just ugly, but yeah. But I'm excited and I'm excited that they're getting a full album. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. Cuz so okay. far, I feel like we haven't even had a mini no, I feel like they've done singles, right? That's yeah, like singles with a B side, correct? Maybe you know, right? Yeah. So it's interesting that they're just completely not doing a mini and going straight to the full. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Good for them. I mean, they did debut. What did they debut? 2021 right sounds about right like what right was it at the end of year a year and a half ago well year and yeah like almost a year and a half ago so good for them yep i agree i'll I'll still check it out yeah i'm excited i like them a lot more now that i got to see them on the game caterers and stuff and Right. See them get to interact and. Right. I like that. Yeah. So. Very excited for them. Yes. And then, you know, there's a whole Cacao Columbia distribution arrangement that's been made. So um, there'll be marketing and promotions and distribution in the u.s so that's super exciting and maybe that's why they released a full album Ah. so i'm excited for them so hopefully i'll be able to run to target and (laughs) get my i've my my i've album from target that will be great yep yeah, we had to, like, look into that a little bit to see, like, what exactly they meant right. by this announcement. But we're yeah. assuming that means that better distribution into bigger box stores. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Just broad, broader distribution, yeah. better promotions. Um, so, yeah, which, you know, hopefully this will also lead to, you know, gravity and the monsters and cosmic girls and everybody else hopefully will benefit from this kind of partnership mm-hmm. so yeah and gravity's going on tour so yeah you know, lots of good things happening at sse i need wjsn to have a comeback so i did read somewhere that the two members that they said were not going to be in wjsn anymore are still in it they let well they left the company they did what i am did they just left the company but they're staying within the group and the chinese members just kind of like they did not renew and they're no longer in the group but all the korean members are still there i was under the assumption when i saw the posts from sse like saying thank you very much and all that for some reason, I thought they said they were leaving the group. 
but it's been clarified. Statement, the SSE statement was kind of ambiguous mm. because they didn't specifically say. So unlike I am statement, they basically yes. came out. They were very upfront, like he's staying with the group, but he's no longer going to be managed by us. We wish him luck. But with the two members of uh, WJSN, I think it was very ambiguous. The wording made it sound like that they left because they didn't yeah. specifically said they were staying in the group. Okay. That I think people made the assumption that they left. And then a couple of days later, they were like, no, no, no. They're still <laughs> part of the group, but they left their personal management. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was confused by that for a minute. <laughs> I was also confused because I read it. I was like, oh, so right? I was like, oh, so they're going to like eight members or whatever. But then a couple of days later, they were like, no, no. So they were just basically clarified, which is great. Agreed. So, yeah, I've never I don't think I've ever I don't think they've had a comeback? full comeback. No, it's been yeah. units. I think they really. Yeah, but I think. I think they did release like a digital. I think they released a single uh, when I first got into K-pop. So yeah, the the latest one. I actually jammed to it. I really like it. Uh their last single. The unit or the group single. The group single. Okay. But it does have two other songs on there, and one of them is a unit song. Okay. So, but yeah, it's good. that would be, yeah, hope, you know, all good things. Last sequence. Oh, right. And I I really like them. And, um, oh, what is her name? Is, uh, because she also went to Min Hyuk's exhibit. Is it Da Young? Is da that Young. how you say her name? Yeah, she was there. Aw. I knew one of the cute. one of them went, and I figured it was her, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Mm-hmm. They're all so supportive. So cute. <laughs> so, is that it for that one? Mm, I think that's all I got. Oh, so next one. <laughs> kind of interesting i mean you always hear about occasionally stylist putting an idol in a faux pas outfit or faux pas shirt um but this one i feel like is going beyond that oh what are we talking about like well so recently Young of twice has not only been in hot water once but twice Oh, uh, we're talking about her first. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so in, in my in my initial response, I'm thinking, oh, well, stylist fault. Like, why the fuck would you put a QAnon t-shirt on her to go out to M Countdown or whatever stage? Right. right. Like, have some sort of awareness. Mm-hmm. I always, I guess I always blame the stylist. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you should know better than to put someone's hair in dreadlocks nowadays or Mm -hmm. certain Mm -hmm. things that are not culturally aware (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so i always just assume any t-shirt or anything like that is also on them 
Right. Bye. But I feel like the QAnon sure Yeah. That I I want to blame that one on the stylist. Cuz I, I think on shows like that they don't dress themselves. I agree. I agree with that. And okay. I kind of am wondering like I don't always know exactly what QAnon means either unless mm-hmm. I go and look it up because I'm not into that. Right. So I guess part of me is kind of like, well, maybe they didn't really know culturally, like, right. what the significance of that means. Right. Um, but it's definitely, Silas, they should know if there's any symbolism or any English, you should probably ask around first or, <laughs> I don't know, like, right. be like, hey, is this okay? Right. I mean, right. Agreed. Especially on broadcast. Correct. Because that shit's going to be everywhere. Correct. So, um, but and then, then two yeah. days later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this one. So two days later, she's like at a cafe. Mm-hmm. Where some are eating. And she was wearing, um, what is it? This. A Sid Vicious t-shirt? Yeah. Sex Pistol Basis Sid Vicious t-shirt, which had a swastika on Mm -hmm. it. Correct. So, I know... Which, by the way, this is not the first time she's worn that t-shirt. Correct. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know that, like, not... I know there is, like, a cultural difference between Western whatever and korea but i do know that that symbol is so widely known in history that i feel Mm -hmm. like there's no way to miss that correct i mean (laughs) for me that is one of the biggest if not the biggest like hate symbol right that's like universally recognizable right even if you were like, oh, that looks really familiar, but I don't quite remember what I meant in history, you should probably go look it up. <laughs> like, I don't know how it's possible to not know what that means, but I feel like for us, it's so ingrained in our textbooks and our history. And I would think everyone would know. So... I'm pretty sure, did she get called out the first time she wore it? I don't know if she got called out the first time she wore it. You know, first of all, this was posted on her personal Instagram. Correct. This is her own t-shirt. So there's no, like, somebody else is stressing her, kind of like, we're going to remove that narrative. Um, She, after she got the response like where people were in an uproar she did apologize and even her apology i was like mm, i i think at a certain point we have to just pretend k-pop idols are oblivious <laughs> i think we have to stop saying that because it's yeah. kind of like giving everyone a pass um, that they just don't know what's going on in the world, that like 
they're so isolated and they're so innocent and they don't know any better. I think that what we have to do as a subculture is, is that like hold your idols responsible and stop just giving them a pass when they do something bad. Right. Everything, we're all human. We're all allowed to make mistakes. But, you know, sometimes this has to be a teachable moment. And we can't just keep on, like, fans are not doing anyone any favors when we say things like, oh, but she's Korean. So she doesn't know what that means. Right. I, I don't know where we're getting this narrative that they like have no access to like the internet or have <laughs> no knowledge of anything about anything in the world. We have to stop doing that. She said, I didn't correctly recognize the meaning of the tilted swastika in the t-shirt I wore. I -hmm. deeply apologize for not thoroughly reviewing it, causing concern. I will pay absolute attention in the future to prevent Mm -hmm. any situation similar from happening again. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You know, if you tell her, like, hey, that's not right, don't wear that, like, that's a bad symbol. And you go, oh, shit, my bad. (laughs) Even though that seems quite wild that you would be that, no. Whatever. Just learn from it and don't do it again. Like, Mm -hmm. don't be caught a year from now wearing the same shirt. Mm -hmm. Because that, it's not going to fly. No. You know, your fans are going to be like, no. (laughs) Right. That's not right. So I, I tend to try to give them a little bit of a doubt, benefit the doubt, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like you said, you have the internet at your disposal in your pocket. Mm-hmm. There seems to be no reason for being ignorant. She is not a child. Yeah. She is too. like 23 years old. And I know like people might think like I'm coming off as being harsh, but she is an adult she they're just everyone has to have an awareness of what's going on in the world and i again you know we have to stop like fans and and this is something that i like i kind of get irritated by where fans are just like jumping to her defense it's like Mm -hmm. she didn't know what it meant she didn't mean any harm by it But, like, that's not doing her any favors either. If she didn't know, then for the people who know and know the difference, like, we as a collective need to teach people when they do something wrong or they're wearing something very offensive. I mean, honestly, I really just don't know how you could be a K-pop idol that's traveled the world and been to many countries in the world. Yeah. And not know what that particular symbol really means. Plus, even if even if on the off chance they didn't know, there's has to be people in the company who do know. Right. You know, like how is this in this example, it is her own shirt, so I'm sure there's no one knowing she has that. But Right. I'm just reading this is an article by The Guardian. Mm -hmm. But there's been several, several instances Mm 
of people of groups mm-hmm. wearing swastikas mm-hmm. or doing really dumb shit like mm-hmm. a member of G friend being photographed with a Nazi ma- mannequin and hugging and mm-hmm. caressing it like yes. uh, what the uh-huh. in what world do you think that's good <laughs> like why right. would you do that or like another <sighs> this one's even crazier in 2022 Korean boy band epics oh yeah they did crystal knock yeah i never knew of this but yeah that was like when i first came into like k-pop i literally was like oh my god like who allowed them to release this song that's what i'm saying now this is the instance where i'm saying there are executives and managers and all sorts of people who should know better well it's no different than yeah like there's right uh, there's i'm sorry there's just no more excuses yeah. korea is not a korea does not live in a bubble no absolutely not k-pop idols are not living in a bubble c9 entertainment shame on you like this the shit in this paragraph about that song is crazy oh, to me. it's terrible yeah it is terrible it's terrible and that is that is completely like they're so like for that instance there were so many levels of failure yes 100 so many levels of failure and uh, then you know there's this narrative like well you know the idols can't ever say no to what the stylist put them in or this that and the other i i there could be truth to that there could be truth to that but I think if somebody gives you something offensive or whatever, you have the whereabouts. I think you have the right of speaking up because at the end of the day, people will drag you for it. Yeah. Rightfully so. You just made me think of something. So, you know, boy, fuck, is it boys playing or epic? Fucking peak time. Peak Peak time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to get it. Peak time. It's not even that difficult. I don't even know. I don't know. There's too many shit going on in my brain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those. What's, it's got to be... Which one's Mnet? I don't know. Is it Boys uh, Planet? Boys Planet. Well, staff gave them like a headdress, like an Indian headdress. And we're oh. filming them, putting it on their heads. Now, mm-hmm. you could tell many members were like, what the fuck? And they were really confused and like no this is not right yeah like really uncomfy but one you're on a tv show they're filming you they're giving you props there's like an expectation that you're gonna go along with it thankfully the comments didn't seem like they were burning you know the boys planet contestants for doing it yeah yeah but you know they all kind of recognized that that was really fucked up on mnet's part like why are you doing that you're setting them up for for controversy. Correct. Like, why do Which that? I do feel like the whole entire K-pop industry, <laughs> like, should go through some cultural sensitivity training. <laughs> Seriously. That's probably and, a good point. And the thing is, is that, you know, again, K-pop is now global. They're no longer just insular within Korea where they could do whatever they want. But now, because they're in the on the world stage, and they have so many fans from all over the world, that like, I feel like 
I mean, in the year 2023, I, I feel like there really should be almost no cultural appropriation at this time. I feel like they should know better. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, I feel like that's on the industry. That's like everybody involved, the stylists, the producers, the the managers, the members themselves. You know, again, like people make mistakes, but like every year a couple different cultural appropriation kind of like conversations comes yeah. up and it's tiring, you know. <laughs> and I think this is, you know, this leads to, I don't always agree with cancel culture because sometimes it goes too far. Yeah. But the problem is, is that every time when something like this happens, we kind of like sweep it under the rug. This is why this will continuously happen because there's almost no repercussions for the action. So yeah. at a certain point, we, we do have to make a stand, you know? And unfortunately, someone has to sort of like be the person who kind of like takes the brunt of it but otherwise it will never change we're in this perpetual cycle of bad behavior so we have to figure out how to break the behavior and that is because k-pop is strictly fan based because that's the fans control the money so the people who have the money and the power the people who have the money are the people who have the power so we as k-pop fans have a responsibility to hold k-pop idols and companies responsible yeah i do agree you know and we're not you know we're not like completely cleared of all this you know the controversies and whatever this has happened with starship and their groups and you know you have to learn from it and it's how you respond and react when something like this happens. Like, even her apology, I was like, <laughs> I, I feel a certain way about it. But the thing is, is that I'm just like, I, I can't even, it's, it, it's giving me the sweep, sweep it under the rug kind of feel to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good point, though, because every every time something happens, it's as a fan, you're like, "How are you not learning from this?" Right. Like, how did you not learn from so and so and so and so and? Right. But it can't be that many ignorant people out there. No, I, I. For me, being a good fan is not throwing away my morals to support my faves. And yeah. I think people do that. And I just like, I don't understand that. You know, I think there's definitely things that are very, very wrong. And when something's wrong, I think you should say something and you can't I, I don't understand how people could let their sort of connection with their idols cloud their own judgment and their own morals honestly i don't i don't know either so hopefully she's learned hopefully 
the stylists, hopefully their stylists have learned. Um, so hopefully other people will, you know, learn. hold. <laughs> yeah, hopefully people will learn and, yeah. and keep on holding everyone responsible. And you know what? Here's the thing. We can know everything about everybody about every part of history or whatever all the time. But, right. you know, when somebody calls us out on it and we ha everyone has the capacity of learning. And that's all there is to it. It's holding the idols responsible. Stop excusing them as if that they have no faculties, that they have no ownership of their own actions, that they're completely oblivious, that they live in a bubble where they know nothing. We have to stop that narrative. This babying of the idols has got to stop. You, because you're not doing them any favors. I mean, at some point, they have to grow up. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Just like the rest of us. Yep. You know? Exactly. That's what I know. So the other controversial... <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it now. <laughs> Concept. Right. Uh, obviously, like, maybe people don't know, because this group is still pretty new. Um, they're called Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they have... They have, like, in their concepts as a group... Different, right, it's their lore. Yeah, their lore. Yeah. It's different eras of different cultures or countries, I think. Um, right now, though, for their current comeback, it's, they're facing criticism because their now lore or um, concept is Mujin, which is mm -hmm. Japan. Now, but okay, I have a question because yeah. I'm slightly confused. Uh huh. But their lore is not based on countries. Uh, let me try to see if I have more information. In they this. are not because I looked it up. It's not like I thought it was though. No, because I let me pull it up because I pulled this up because I when we were talking about this, I was like, mm, are they by countries? No, because, like, for Dan, his kingdom, he is the kingdom of change. Mm, for Arthur, on. he is the kingdom of rain. Mujin, he is the kingdom of cherry blossoms. Louis, kingdom of aesthetic. Ivan, kingdom of snow. And Juan is the kingdom of storm. And Jehan is the kingdom of the sun. Mm. So they're not like a nation based or a nationality or ethnic group based. I mean, well, it I says do across get... seven kingdoms, with each member representing a different king from history. 
I'm just reading, like, I don't know what you're looking at. I'm looking at their K-profiles. I mean, this is bandwagon.asia. Oh, I don't know. But that's what they... Um... says, let's see. The group's story takes place across seven kingdoms with each member representing a different king from history. Eventually set to culminate into a giant and expansive universe... We're currently on a journey through each member's backstory with every mini-album release. In Kingdom's fictional universe, there are seven kings and seven kingdoms. In season one, the seven kings who are lost and wandering, blah, blah, blah. Let me look. There's got to be more. Yeah, because on their K-profiles, they just list, like, what's their representing kingdom. Mm. I don't know who they're representing. For, like, part three, Ivan, is he, like, Ivan the Terrible? I don't know. I don't know. There's so many Ivans. (laughs) Well, that's why. Well, Ivan is, he, he hails from the kingdom of snow. So is Ivan the Terrible from the from the snow region? I, I don't know. Don't remember. I don't know my history enough. And that he was that the might Grand not... Prince of Moscow. So maybe. Oh, so I don't know if that's like what they're trying to do here. I'm making know. assumptions, so I apologize, people. I Especially don't know. for fans, I don't know. I should have figured this out before. I thought I had some sort of understanding but apparently i'm not understanding this so well, it there's just a says each, yeah like right. i just want to know who they're talking about <laughs> well i hope like this king louis is not based on louis like the 14th or something because he was a terrible <laughs> like i'm confused now <laughs> well anyways so anyways. they they they, they're having a comeback, and it's History of Kingdom Part 6, Mujin, uh, who is the king. He hails from the king. He's from the kingdom of Cherry, Cherry. Blossoms. Yeah, which makes sense with the music video. Correct. Um, so do you oh. want to address the controversy? Now I'm even more confused. <laughs> so the controversy is obviously they're in the kingdom of Japan in mm-hmm. history. Not mm-hmm. now, not when they had problems, but back when Mujin was... I don't know. Fuck. I need more evidence. I need more facts. But the controversy is obviously there's been a huge atrocity between um, the Imperial Japanese and Korea. Um, like, I think the best representation... <laughs> was watching um, Mr. Sunshine because that whole K-drama goes through a time period where um, Japan kept trying to take over Joseon. Mm-hmm. And brutally, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally mm-hmm. do understand the controversy behind this. I just mm-hmm. come from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe it's wrong. It's probably wrong. Maybe it's narrow-minded. I don't know. Um, but Jade and I were talking about it a little bit before the podcast, trying to, like, sort things. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But, uh, yeah. That's what's happening right now. Um, I didn't, I thought this was already a thing. I thought that this, um, comeback had already happened. So I thought I was, like, not in the present <laughs> mm -hmm. when I suggested this to you. So mm -hmm. I was very surprised to hear that the music video literally just dropped, like, yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's actually very relevant. Mm-hmm. So... I'll let you talk about it first. Well, <laughs> I think this is my perspective. Um, I am not Korean. Correct. Yeah, so neither of us are Korean. Neither of us are Korean. Therefore, for me, I fully understand why the Korean fans are very upset over this. Because it was a very dark um, part of their history. There were many atrocities that happened. Um, and I think if you really think about it, although it seems like that time was like long ago, the occupation was from like 1910 to 1945, but there's still a generation of people that to them, this is still fresh yeah. and still living and processing through it. So therefore, I feel like as an outsider, I have no right to say whether or not this is an acceptable concept. I fully feel like this is insensitive to many people in Korea, and rightfully so. And that is my opinion. And my stance on this is, is that as an outsider, which to me an outsider really is everyone outside of people in Korea, that I feel like we do not have a right to say to K fans, you're overreacting. It's just a concept. Because as an Asian American, when somebody does something specifically um, reminds me of a pain of a painful part of my experience as a Chinese person or anything that specifically is uh, sort of like geared towards the Chinese population or the Chinese American experience. My perspective is always so incredibly different than someone who is not Chinese. So that is my perspective on this whole thing is, is that I do understand why people feel the way they do and they have every right to feel that way. And as an outsider, I have no right to say how K fans should feel one way or the other. Yeah. I I don't know. I totally, totally agree with you on that. I guess for right. me, at some point, I feel like, well, when is it enough time in history for people to not feel that way as much about costuming or portraying a certain uh, people, I suppose, because Japan mm -hmm. still, Japan 
you know, and like Mm -hmm. Japan isn't in its imperial state doing those things anymore, even though I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They were, they were horrible, like Mm -hmm. horrible. As someone who studied Japanese history for three years at university, Mm -hmm. you're, you read that shit and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Like the the stuff Mm -hmm. that they did was atrocious. Mm-hmm. So I'm never ever gonna disagree that, right? You know they they did fucked up shit, and yes, right. like there's still people out there who have felt that mm-hmm. for real, like in life. Um, right. To us, it feels like history, so maybe people don't think it's as big of a deal. Right. I guess my point of view is like, when does it become okay? I think for some people, it might never be okay. And for them, it's okay to say that it will never be okay. It is not up to... I think this really is just like your personal experience. If it doesn't directly affect you in this narrative, then like, I feel like we should reserve our opinions. Yeah. And, you know, it is a very... It's a sensitive topic. It is a very sensitive topic. And I think, I mean, to me, this, it's like saying, I think for some people, it is really important for that part of history to not die off or to be overlooked. Right. And I think for a portion of the Korean population, um, what even if they didn't experience it themselves, it is such a huge part of their history. They might have, their family could have been affected. So there's a lot of those kinds of connections that we can't relate to. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. What happened in Korea also happened in China. Mm-hmm. Even though all this stuff happened before I was born, like there people still talk about what happened in china during the japanese occupation it was with such hurt do you know what i mean it's even though it's like really like two generations ago because it's it's not even like i guess it's like my parents or their parents generation so i am like at least one generation removed from it but like I grew up hearing those stories of what happened. So I think part of that is always the don't like don't erase this part of history because it is important for us to know historically what happened in that context. I agree. I guess for for me, it's like when uh, it's not to say that you should forget these things it's kind of like the people in germany like they have to go and visit the um concentration camps mm-hmm. it's like required in school or or something like that because they want to make sure that every citizen out there knows the history so right. that it can't so it would never again. happen again exactly Agreed. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, and like I said, 
Japan was terrible. Like, they... And I feel like because China and Korea are so close to them, that they were, like, very prone to being subjected, I guess, to their mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying not to, like... <laughs> I'm trying not to, like, make this too crazy. I, for... For me, as like a Japanese American, I'm far removed for a lot of this stuff. But my mm-hmm. father is third generation, and like they went through the the American version of internment camps during World mm-hmm. War Two. Um, my dad was born in '42, very much like when Pearl Harbor was happening and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So right. I've seen the like the prejudice that americans have had against japanese americans Mm -hmm. so i guess to me in some ways i'm kind of like well when can we start not forgiving because i don't right but when can we start healing so that future generations don't have to keep paying for it and it's not to say like we have to forget it because i don't think that is good um those tales do need to be told but I'm just wondering, like, at what point can can it be okay to embrace another culture? Well, I think this is all, like, very... I think this is very, like, personal. It's however you yeah. want to process. And at the end of the day, they did not pull back what they were doing. They went forward. Their music video still has, like, the same themes. Right, So I don't think it was impactful enough that, like, they were like, okay, we're just going to, like, pivot and scrap this whole thing. So, um... I guess my question to you would be, do you think they should have? Because it's kind I, of in our, our, what we've been talking about so far. I honestly really just thought they shouldn't have even... Done it. Done this. <laughs> because... For me, when you brought it up, I was like, oh, that's a weird, like, I'm like, I'm not buying into this. This is a weird concept. Oh, really? But, yeah. Oh, you thought it was just some, like, not accurate info? No, it was, no, I really, I was like, this isn't, this is poor judgment on uh, the company part. Yeah, I mean, when they were coming up with the concept, they probably should maybe not have picked a Japanese inspired which honestly like again like the kingdom of cherry blossoms like you could have used more cherry blossom themes you could have used like imagery even though it would have hinted at Japan maybe it wouldn't have been like because they want this whole samurai like route which made it very like cultural versus an aesthetic do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you could have just, like, say, cherry blossom and use very, you know, imageries of cherry blossoms or, like, vegetation or something like that. But this just went, like, they went, for me, like, full-on Japanese theme, which, again, I don't know what their lore is because I don't follow them. But when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is, I'm like, this is like kind of in poor taste but yeah again uh from a korean standpoint i can see why it's offensive obviously as a foreigner i 
I just, I wish they could have done it in a better way because they, they have beautiful costumes. <laughs> they really Correct. do. And the do. music video. Um, I mean, it looks like they're trying to say like, they do give like a narrative that mm-hmm. King's son goes into refuge and there's a bunch of monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the end, it's kind of weird because they end up, well, one member ends up in chains. So it's like, well, well is he the monster? So I don't know. Right. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just wish they could have done it a better way because I do feel like the music video itself was really cool. Right. Well, again, like, I guess it wasn't big enough of a deal for them to change. I, I did not follow this story all the way through. Right. I think my biggest my biggest comment on this is that, like, because I read a couple of the articles, and when you look at the comments, there were all English comments. Yeah. And, you know, people were just like, well, what is the big deal? Like, this is not about you. <laughs> yeah. I agree and I that. think this is this is part of my I think this is my issue with this sort of like quote unquote controversy. I personally think that this is a little insensitive and I I fully understand why K fans are upset. But yet again, as international fans, as I'm like as I'm reading these comments, I'm like, this is yeah. really insensitive for you to say this because you obviously don't know the context of this. So it is not up to us to tell other people to get over it because it's not our place. I would agree. Like, you should leave that up to Korea. (laughs) Correct. Because there were, because obviously there were K fans that were unbothered. Yeah. But for the people who are bothered, it's not up to tell for us to tell them you're overreacting, get over it. Like, no, that's not your place. You know? Yeah. So it's up, you know, it's up to them. And, you know, part of this is that it goes back to like, so I'll give you another example, because this is sort of like slightly related because, um, you know, there's like a Chinese member of Twice, Suyu. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this, like, years ago, like, she was, like, really, really young. I think she's from, like, Taiwan. She was, like, oh, holding yeah. a Taiwanese flag. Yeah. She got, like, raked through the coals. Yeah. I do remember. She had to go and, like, record this absurd apology for holding the flag of her own country. And, like, people, like got so upset over it and it's just like stuff like this it's like the company has some control over this and at a certain point the company needs to make better decisions because you know it's kind of like the stylist who put Chaeyoung in the QAnon shirt right you know at a certain point I think the company the industry as a whole again I'm gonna say this the industry as a whole needs to go into sensitivity training. <laughs> and let's be honest, I'm going to say something. It is what it is. Chinese idols are totally discriminated. Like all foreign idols are discriminated yes. against yes. in Korea, in the K-pop community. Like, I this, agree. you know, it's unfortunate, but 
that's that's just an unfortunate part of fandom life in k in k-pop so you know you just hope like companies managers make good decisions and honestly again k-pop is driven by the fans so every fan voice their opinion and you know people pick up on it whether or not this was like a huge uproar i don't even i don't think it was like a huge uproar when it came to kingdom um but again if people are upset for the right reasons it's not like people are upset for some like you know kind of like bullshit reasons Mm -hmm. when people are upset legitimately affected for the real reasons we should just let them have their say, have their opinion, have their feels. We don't always need to have an opinion on everybody else's feelings. I mean, especially you, like, regarding stuff like this. Right. Because everyone is going to have a different feeling and opinion. Correct. You know, and, you know, the other day, I think there was you know another sort of like thing that pops its head once in a while is when idols talk about body image and weight Mm -hmm. so when people talk about that we always get the people that are you know even in the context of like people are just like having fun with each other between group mates or whatever when they kind of say someone it's like chubby or whatever even when teasing that could be triggering to fans and i do see some fans are like you know, like they shouldn't always talk about that person's weight or like how dark they are, things like that are triggering. Then other people are like, well, you're you're just like taking it too serious. It's like, no, everyone's everyone's experience, it's different. Let people have their opinions because just because we didn't experience something that's triggering to the other person, that does not give us the right to minimize or dismiss somebody else's feelings. Right. You know, and I do feel like, especially in K-pop, like everyone wants to have an opinion. Everyone wants to have a say. And I think part of it is, is that like, we need to know where our place is. We don't always need to you know, I think part of it is is that there are some people that no matter what their faves do, they go into like ultra protective mode. Right. Yes. Whether or not it's to shut, you know, shut down other fans or become very protective of their groups, their faves, and just either make excuses or dismiss other people's opinions or feelings. Like, I feel like we need to stop doing that. It's this weird, like, possessiveness that turns into, like, you feel like you have to protect them from everything. Right. That they could never do anything wrong. And even when they do, we or you or the fan or whoever have this like feeling that they must explain it away so their faves become faultless. It, we just need to stop doing what that. What you brought up <laughs> reminds me of a live um, Hoshi DK 
Yeah. Oh, I can never say his name. Sanguan. Sanguan. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah. Because it seemed like it was pretty on par yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I saw the whole the whole controversy and was just like, whoa, what? Yeah. 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 It's true, though, because in this respect, it's like it's like it reminds me of conversations I've had with you mm-hmm. about like um, different cultures have different nicknames for people in the right. family and like how it always Correct. doesn't kind of come off the way we right. Americans or other people might interpret it. Correct. And at the end of the day, if Xiang Wan, how do you say it? Xiang Wan. One. Ah. Um, if he's happy and he's not being bothered by it, I don't think right. you need to take a torch to Twitter right. in his name. Right. Because it could be a cultural thing. There's even people who are piping up about it too. Like, hey, I don't think he quite, they don't mean it that way that it's coming off in the translation. Right. But I don't know. Again, we're not in their lives. Right. We don't know them. We don't really know their dynamics behind the scenes. Correct. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, and again, like coming from a fan's perspective, I think there's definitely things that trigger everybody. Even when things are not being said directly to them, like it could just be, you know, people having conversations and then you hear something and it triggers something within you. Right. And you have a specific reaction. And though, like, I feel like everyone's feelings are valid and we should stop trying to invalidate or minimize other people's feelings all the way across the board. May it be with your idols or other fans in your fandom. Right. But when they do do something that's wrong and blatant, then we should call them out and hold them accountable. I agree. So let's hope we never see, you know, like (laughs) dreads ever again in K-pop. Please, God. Um, I mean, didn't XG wear them? They did. They did issue an apology and say they won't do it again. Oh, really? Oh. I, yeah, I believe that happened. Yet I again, just... in the year 2023. <laughs> I came across uh, a TikToker who was talking about them, and she's like, look, yes, I understand. She's African-American, so she's like, I understand the culture appropriation of this. She's like, but I'm not personally offended. And then she went on to talk about the video and or like them and their aesthetics and their voices, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay, you know, that's cool. Um, and again, like that's up to that person and that culture right. to right. determine whether or not they're right. doing harm. Right. And or, other people were offended and yeah, that's okay. Right. And I'm not going to say to them, I think you're overreacting. Every K-pop group does that. Like, no, you don't. Like, no, we're not going to do that. If the group that's being 
appropriate it feels a certain way they have every right to speak up and if you are not affected you are not that group of people or that culture or the subset of the fandom then you don't get a say that's it right agreed so yeah so but yeah that was that was surprising still that incident Uh, (laughs) yes because even i was like really really (laughs) every again everyone can make mistakes yes you know we just hope that you make a mistake you learn that you did something wrong and you you're sincere about it and you never do it again and that's we all move on because none of us are perfect and we are constantly learning yes so agreed we're all human we are well our K-pop idol human. <laughs> we should do a whole episode on that. Well, but they're certainly it... not all AI yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> if they become all AI, then we can just sit back and relax and be like, "Oh, there's right. no human element." <laughs> I don't know. I mean, K-pop idols, man, like, really does make me wonder sometimes because <laughs> they, you know. It's like management. They're always so busy. They're never like they don't sleep at a regular yeah. schedule. They they're working twenty four seven. You know they're always on diets and going to schedules and doing eight hundred different things. And right, this is why you know when our guys go into military, I'm like they're getting a break. <laughs> like they're eating three meals a yeah, day. They're getting they get a regular eat. schedule. They. <laughs> Oh my god, the military yeah. glow up that Minhyuk is gonna go through. I'm a little <laughs> just, scared. Yeah, we you should be scared. <laughs> we should so all funny be if he comes back more jacked than like Shonu or I am. Listen. <laughs> he I think he has the potentials yeah. of doing that. Because he like he's already like if you really think about it, why do I always like go back to them? He really had, like, he's already, like, broad shoulder. Like, he's pretty tall. He's got really broad shoulders already. And, like, a slim waist. Yep. And a nice ass. So, yeah, like, he, if he really starts, like, committed, like, fully working out, he's going to go through, like, a techion, like, military glow up. He'll, he'll be, like, young one, I feel like. Because young one's very lean. He's tall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he has nice broad See, shoulders. And then the right, moment but Hyun wants start... lean, he could get beefy, though. Minhyuk, like, I am thinking, like, Taekyung type of, like, military, like, glow up. I don't even know. Like, build. What's... I don't even know. How do you spell that? It's He's from 2PM. Just Google oh. 2PM Taekyung. Um, military. Captain Korea. <laughs> oh, Captain Korea. I should have said so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he got like he got like thick. Like Oh wow. Like he got sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> Which Yeah. Minhyuk actually said in his letter something about getting sturdy and I was like, yes. oh god, that word. <laughs> yeah. Did you do you see the the glow up for Takyan? Yeah. That's what I'm expecting from Minhyuk. That's funny. Wow. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. our last little bit of business. Oh, yes. TikTok and what it means 
to K-pop stands. Like, what if they get it? What if they do ban TikTok from everyone in the U.S.? Right. What will K-pop stands do? Right. (laughs) (sighs) Have you thought about this? (laughs) I've thought about it in a general stance, like TikTok in general, but Mm -hmm. um, I feel like K-pop stands are really innovative and adaptable, so I'm sure they'll find another platform. I just feel like no platform is quite like TikTok. Correct. So, And I think what really makes TikTok very different is this, their community building is so different. Mm. In, in what um, way? Okay, because I feel like I come from like, I started with Facebook. Facebook was built on like the people you know. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Versus something like TikTok is built on strangers your interests no <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. about it's about people who share the same hobbies as you people who share the same sense of humor it's the commonality it's it's having something in common other than just knowing each other which makes it more community like yeah and this is why you know like when i started becoming a, a k-pop stan like i was like okay i live in a place where i i don't know anyone who even remotely cares about k-pop so i was like okay i'm kind of like liking this but i kind of wanted to engage with other people so like i went to twitter and instagram first like the engagement was like really really like very Whoa. very minimal mm-hmm. and also like twitter is just like a hot pile of garbage <laughs> There's a community so, there, but it feels shallow. Does that make and, sense? Yeah. And also, I feel like there's a lot of negativity on Twitter. Mm. Um, so, like, TikTok was literally my last-ditch effort of, like, I am going to try to, like, engage with people. And I think what really makes TikTok kind of like work for me is like it gave me a literal like it gave me a voice because most of my content is just like literally me talking about the masters <laughs> into the void yeah which is something like it's very hard to do on Twitter or even at the time Instagram because the reels didn't like really exist right And also, like, on TikTok, I think what's really interesting about TikTok is is that it's your firsthand experience. It's a lot of, like, experiences. It's just a lot of people, like, sharing their thoughts out loud. And I think that's what's very engaging. It creates this sense of, like, community and intimacy. Like, you almost, like, you hear a voice that's familiar. They're talking about something that you guys have in common. So I feel like it feels more intimate than something on like Twitter where you're just like reading somebody else's words. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with that. Because in my, in my, I was trying to have a conversation with my dad about this of all things, mm because he doesn't really understand the different types of social media. 
Right. So I was like, well, you know, Instagram's all like a place for pictures and videos. Right. Um, I haven't really delved into the reels part, but I feel like the mm-hmm. reels feel less catered and less... Like you're saying, like intimate. Le- I don't know. I haven't found the appeal to the reels yet. Well, right, because and, reels is like a relatively new feature that they launched to sort of like compete with right. TikTok. Yes, right. But it feels different because you go on TikTok for the experience of TikTok. Correct. I don't right. really go onto Instagram necessarily for the experience of the reels or what it's going to show me. But right. I told him that like. For me, um, Twitter is like a place to commune with other K-poppers. It's like a community, but I feel like it's been colder (laughs) Mm -hmm. in some sense. Yeah. Because not everyone actually wants to talk to you. Right. They don't want to engage. Correct. For me, Twitter is like I'm mining for information on Twitter. That's all Mm. I'm doing. I I yeah. peruse it, yeah, for what's happening, like what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. funny. <laughs> you know. Right. Um but yeah. yeah, like that in terms of the K pop corner though, I have had people reach out to me, which is nice, in my DMs right. and talk to me and have conversations about mm-hmm. K pop groups and that's nice. Mm-hmm. Right. But for some reason, TikTok just always feels warmer and more inviting. Like, people are more prone to comment on each other's edits or content. Right. Um, Right. More interactive. It is. And even on Instagram Reels, most of those are edits. There's, like, nobody who just, like, like, Mm. and... I can only speak about what I know, which is, like, my own account, because I literally just, like, in the morning I see something, I'm like, oh, my God, I just need to say something out loud. Like, I peruse, like, Instagram reels. There are just, like, there's no, there's, like, no one that's just kind of, like, talking. Uh, They're just all edits. And I think that's the difference. And I think there's something very nice about like going to TikTok and seeing someone's face or hearing someone's voice or them right. sh- talking about an experience. And it doesn't, you know, I stay mo- my FYP. It's mostly K-pop, but there's other things. Right. So it's always this like there's always like certain accounts I look forward to or things I want to learn. It's just you know it What's- feels more community driven. Right. I agree. Because, like, I will watch something. Like, I watched this lady adopt a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, the shelter charged me $900 because they told me it was a purebred savannah. And we all can clearly tell it's just a tabby. Mm-hmm. It's just your run-of-the-mill domestic short hair. Right. <laughs> she's getting duped. And then right. what makes me laugh, though, is, like, two days later, I'm perusing TikTok, and part two just happens to right. make it to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that lady with the $900 right. cat. <laughs> Who got scammed by a rescue. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, like, the comments are like, oh, the only way you're going to get Savannah out of that cat is if you name her Savannah. You know, just right. jokes and right. stuff. It's funny. Like, yeah, it I is love, funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's humorous, yeah. you know, I like, and also like, let's be honest here, like, for me, the TikTok 
community, like the K-pop TikTok community on um, TikTok is much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more positive, at least in my FYP. I very rarely see anything like negative. It's very, it's just very like good feels, happy times. And this is why like as a subculture, like I think part of it is just that not all of us have, you know, access to other k-pop fans we don't always have access to like concerts and experiences right i love this sense of community like we're just kind of like and it doesn't even have to just be about a specific group or a specific act like it just feels like we have something in common and it's just fun and it's something that brings us joy something we enjoy and also, like, what's nice about, like, being on TikTok is, like, without TikTok, without all the amazing teardrop edits, we would have never, <laughs> like, looked into SF9. Oh, my God. That's so true. <laughs> right? No, 100%. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. Like, it does... There's been so many times where I'm scrolling through and I come across some artists and I'm like, whoa, who is that? Right. And then I go to Spotify and I'm like, oh, that guy's really nice or that girl right. has a really cool song. Yeah. Um, I agree, though. That's funny. But <laughs> I mean, that's. Part. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like that's really like giving us this connection that a lot of people don't have in real life. And right. not to mention, like, we, like, me and you became real-life friends. I we was just met other that. friends through this stupid app <laughs> on the internet. I was just Trying thinking. to access my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> I'm on the same thought train as you. Because it's like, if I didn't have TikTok and I, like, where would I have gone to be like, hey, I really need to find a co-host? That loves K-pop, ideally. Right. Probably Monstax too. That right. wants to talk with me. Where would I right. have gone? I probably would have gone to Reddit. I was going to... Oh, you wouldn't have just put it on Twitter? <laughs> Into the void of Twitter? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, twi Twitter is a giant fucking void. It is. Like, not to hate on it. There's... There are communities on there. I just don't happen to be a part of any. <laughs> I just, like, I'm not nearly, like, as, like, I think if you're really active. Yeah. I'm just, like, like not that active. Like, and one, like, one weird tweet or one tweet every other day, it's not going to get you engagement. That's just uh, how it is. Well, that, and I don't feel like I'm posting the stuff that people want to see. Um, right. I do feel like we are... Building a small community on there. Right. Um, yeah. You know, we probably have um, four people, five people who will engage, engage. with us, which I think is really right. nice. Um, so I know within time, I'm sure we'll get more. But right. until then, it's it feels very much like a void. <laughs> I mean, so. Twitter, like, and Twitter always acts weird, the the buttons and everything's every time I go there I'm like why does this look different oh really yeah 
Like, mm-hmm. I think they move the buttons. Oh, they might. Or Maybe. Because there have been times I went to go click something and was like, wait. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I... I'm like, I want to copy this. Why am I bookmarking uh, this? This is not where it should be. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. And you know what's the other part of K-pop um, TikTok that I really enjoyed? That I would be so sad if we're banned from TikTok because, you know, other people could still have it, just not us. <laughs> it's just like, I think TikTok right now is the only place where, like, we see so much idle interaction. Oh, yeah. Like our man Kai. Oh, my God. Just collecting our (laughs) K-poppers left and right. Listen, between Kai's (laughs) rover challenge and Gravity's groovy challenge and (laughs) Juhan, like, I am, like, I am learning groups that I never even heard of between the three of them. True. And it has brought me so much joy. And this is something, like, as a community, like, especially for us, I'm like, where they're not like, they're not uploading this to like, their other socials. They're mostly up doing all of these on TikTok. That's true. You know, so I think this, this will be like a really, I think it's a really fun part for for us anyways. It's been so fun seeing all of these interactions that I, you know, if we can't access TikTok, are they going to, like, post, you know, hopefully they'll post it to other places. So I have seen them posting it other places. Mostly as, on Instagram. As a tic- like, yeah. It will yeah. be a TikTok. You know how you can download your own TikToks and then post them? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. that. Yeah. So I, mean, I suppose I know Kai's could... been posting all of them to their Instagram. Yeah. Like I think the EXO Instagram account or whatever. Yeah, I think you're right. But like I don't like I feel like my Instagram algorithm is nowhere as good as my TikTok algorithm. I used to really like my Instagram algorithm and then somewhere along the line it just kind of isn't as good now (laughs) yeah because i think more and more people are moving off of there to go to tiktok uh probably yeah but so i you know if tiktok gets banned i really do feel like it's gonna leave a void because i i just don't know and i actually know a lot of people on tiktok that will never go back to twitter oh because, I mean, Twitter is just toxic and a Debbie Downer at points. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, I think if TikTok goes away, like, it will really negatively impact my fangirl life in a very big way. Because yeah. I really do enjoy all my content on TikTok. I mean, not just like K-pop stuff because my FYP is just a hodgepodge of whatever. Right. I agree. I actually probably get the most enjoyment out of that app. Me too. Me too. Because it's funny. I I find like comedic shit on there. Actually, I get a lot of stand-up. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's... It's not even big people though. They're like local acts. You know, like and small this fry. Is, right. <laughs> this is what I really love about K-pop. It's exposing 
all of us to things that we would never be able to find elsewhere because we don't yeah. even know how to like curate it. And I think that's what TikTok does really well is, is right. that they really know, like the algorithm really knows how to curate like your FYP. Yeah, they do. And and you have, you know, some faculties of like engaging or not, like the I'm not interested or you could like add hashtags and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I, I will be very upset if this goes away because especially now, like as we get into more and more groups you know i feel like even on tiktok it's like a great way of learning yeah about other groups or exposing us to like certain listen without tiktok we would have never seen that like cute little interaction between sami and hyunjun from (laughs) gravity yeah i mean there's it's a possibility i might have seen a clip on twitter I would have never seen it on Twitter. Um, Because I do get clips like that all over the place for all sorts of people. Like Moonbin or My volume is never, my volume is never on when I I, uh, flip through Twitter. So I literally see things and I'm just, right. I like, I'm not like, if it's not like, I, I, a lot of times I won't even like stop to look at it. Mm Mm-hmm. I will if it catches so, my attention, and then right. if I'm really interested, then I'll click on it so I can hear it. But most of the time, right. that stuff doesn't have any context to me anyway, so I'll just Correct. watch it in silence. Because right. I don't know Korean. I don't know what they're saying. Right. <laughs> Unless they and, happen to put a clip with the English subs on. Right. <laughs> so. And honestly, the video quality is so much better oh, on yeah. TikTok. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. So. Do you know how many Korean dramas I come across on TikTok? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> None of which I can watch, by the way, but a girl can uh, dream and put it on an imaginary list. Please. <laughs> it's sometimes i do get overwhelmed by tiktok i'm like there's yes. so much for me to see there's yes. so many bands for me to explore there's so many like foods i need to try <laughs> there's so many countries right. i need to visit there's so many purses i need to buy it's overwhelming <laughs> you know what's funny is sometimes i don't i don't always watch all the monster x stuff that comes up on my for you page because there's so much and i've seen a mm-hmm. lot of it i end up just yeah. going no offense guys <laughs> right moving on that's right? okay there's just so many edits out there right but i bet you stop at every single hyeonwon wildfires edit that's probably some truth there <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old like the one you just sent me i was like yeah this is a whole nother perspective it's so close <laughs> it's clear like what the hell? <laughs> or every one of those oh my's from like that one particular day where they were wearing the white outfits and it oh, was yeah. raining. I like, usually every... do stop on those. Oh god. How many times have we seen those? Countless. <laughs> yeah, but we still stop. <laughs> like there's certain things that can still get me to stop and laugh, but Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's still, yeah, like, I just think, I hope it doesn't go away, because I, I think it will really, I think it will definitely 
negatively affect our k-pop experience agreed specifically Think of how many k-pop videos we send to each other and shauna and vice right versa. <laughs> <laughs> going oh my god right <laughs> or something Correct. Or, what is this? <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, I mean, because there's so much to consume, and I kind of like that it's broken down into very um, palatable chunks. Yeah. Because, you know, our attention span, it's like 30 seconds. <laughs> Agreed. You know? And, what like, I... that's the whole thing. I don't want to have to, like, dig through Twitter. I don't want to have to, like, dig through, like, go to YouTube to look for this stuff. I just want TikTok to deliver it to me because it knows what I like. What's funny is I was watching a video on the subject we talked about today with Twice Mm -hmm. and stuff and and, uh, listening to her perspective and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then I click on the comments and you're the first comment. Like you must have just commented. Oh. And I was like, oh, look, Jade's on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't wait what um it was uh, I want to say she was Asian it was just her talking about her oh, take on the yes 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 the, yes yeah uh-huh and yeah. it's a very specific viewpoint and I thought that was Correct. interesting I just thought it was even more interesting that you had also watched it and commented <laughs> Yeah, And then mm-hmm. there's so many times where something will pop up and then I watch it and then I go to comment and Shauna has already been there. Right. And I just right. think for some reason that just really tickles me. I just think that's yeah. funny. <laughs> See, this is, this is what I'm saying. It's created this sense of community. True. Right? <laughs> that it's like really enjoyable. And I will definitely miss that aspect of Kate. Um. Of you know our fandom life, and I hope it doesn't go away. Here's, here's and that's a... the whole thing. I love the engagement aspect of it. Yeah, I agree because it feels less intimidating. Correct. Like it feels more open and friendly. Yes. <laughs> and then sometimes you roast me in the comments. <laughs> I roast Shauna too sometimes. <laughs> You guys can roast me, too. I'm sure you do. I just forget. But what's funny is I was going through my FYP, and I came across the name called Jelly Girl and some numbers. And I was like, and she has Shonu first look, Mm -hmm. the bear one, um, Mm -hmm. as her profile picture. And I was like, hey, that looks like the same person from Mercari. (laughs) Oh, I was like, nah, this can't be. And I just kept going. Well, then I bought something from her recently. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, do you happen to have the same name and same picture on uh, TikTok? It censored me. Like, she couldn't. Interesting. It said, um, uh, it says admin, blocked by admin. She's like, what? So I'm like trying to talk in code. Oh, because you're using like a different username. Well, or different platform. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like trying to ask her if she's on TikTok, but it's not letting me. So then she finally kind of understands what I'm saying. So then she thought I meant Twitter. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, oh, okay. So I added her on TikTok. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And we had this whole like back and forth where we couldn't find each other. That's so funny. But it funny. turned out all of it was her. It's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so now we're friends. <laughs> See? Like, I, it's this sense of community and this connection that's yeah. like special to me. I hope it doesn't go away. So then I was like, oh my God, how do I archive all of my thoughts? All of my K pop thoughts oh. are on my TikTok account, Kendra. Uh, well, all of it. I will say this. Back when you first got TikTok, it like defaulted to saving each and every TikTok you made into your photos as a video. No, it does. Yeah, mine. I did. I stopped doing that. You still could if you wanted, or you could just download them all. Oh my god! If you wanted, I'm just saying. <laughs> if it's that important. <laughs> I would like to reserve some of my thoughts. I feel like I've had some gems over the years. Go through your thousand videos. <laughs> oh, God. And then download the ones that you thought were gems. And there you go. You'll have it forever. I don't know. I feel like they're just... I mean, they're I, probably all... Like, 95% are probably garbage. But That one uh, I commented on recently, that one was a gem. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, I have to so find it funny. now because it was fucking funny. <laughs> oh, why can't I find it? Like I literally was <laughs> like, I'm just gonna say what other people are thinking out loud into the void. But it was so precise, concise. Oh. Oh, about I said, you, huh? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember. Um, I need him to wear this shirt. <laughs> what? Do what not expose say? me on um, this podcast. I need podcast. him to wear more tight shirts. That is all. <laughs> yes, that is everything so, I said. Well, here's the thing. The reason why I find it funny is because your ASMR voice normally has a story. <laughs> so you usually go on for a minute, and then I'm right. you know, this was just to the point. Oh, yeah. It was... What else was there to say? It was just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I like your TikToks a lot, but that one I was, like, dying. Because oh. it, it was, like, I was already feeling that anyway, and then you voiced right. it. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the thing. I think this is part of my personality. I am someone who says what other people are thinking of. They just don't want to say it out loud because I have no filter. I just say it out loud. Like, oh, my God. Like, there's so many, like, cringy TikTok posts I've made because once in a while somebody will, like, like or comment and I'm like what what is it like I can't think then when I like hear my own voice talking about it I was like oh my god why did you say that out loud <laughs> well I still think everyone appreciates it so oh thank you that's why what's even and better you know, was me reacting to that so viscerally that Reagan asked me why I was laughing so much and then I had to show it to him and explain no! Oh, God. That's more embarrassing. Because you were (laughs) thirsting after Juhan in a tight t-shirt? Yeah, and that I had to explain the situation and why I'm laughing and what you said. (laughs) But it's okay. I pivoted because I'm like, look, you're working out. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> These fitted nice t-shirts just look so good. Oh my god, that oh god. It wasn't just the the t-shirt no, he had on. It was like hat. that. Oh, everything. It was like the way he like looked in the way he looked into the camera and smirked. He's illegal. (laughs) Oh, I look forward to watching that when I get the DVD. Listen, he's (laughs) on a diet. No. Yes, I told you this. No, I know, but I'm saying no. He's on a. I know he's on a diet. He's on a carb-free diet. He's only eating protein and apples. So what is he up to? Um, first of all, there's a lot of carbs in apples. Just saying. What is he up to? Because remember I said this about Minhyuk? I was like, why oh, is yeah. he working out? He's not going to show anything. Then I got like armless, arm, like shirtless arm out. Armless Minhyuk. Sleeveless Minhyuk. Um... I'm just, oh, you know what else I noticed? When he did the rover challenge with Kai. Mm. Yeah. That outfit he had on was with that like kind of like loose but drapey long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he looks thin. Like he looked thin under that giant t-shirt. So what is he up to? What if he comes up out with like <laughs> a, a shirtless, <laughs> like a shirtless anything's possible (sighs) how we got him ripping off his fucking tank top i know i know like first we got him taking off a shirt and we're all like "Woo!" and then he took it another step for korea (laughs) not even for us oh you're not there anymore no, I'm here. Oh. <laughs> no, I was just thinking. I was just like, sure. <laughs> you, it looked like you disappeared for a second. No, I just... <laughs> I, I remember that moment. that We yeah. were so in shock by him taking off the shirt that nobody even noticed the tattoo the first day. Oh, choo-choo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it was just like literally right there. <laughs> Nobody even noticed the tattoo. Um, yeah, so I don't know why he is on a diet. Um, I don't know. That man is so busy. I don't think he really needs to be on a diet. Maybe it's because no. he's not working out. He mentioned that somewhere. Oh, so oh, was it on Bubble? Oh, oh, his new show is starting this weekend. The food one? Yeah. Yeah. Is it this weekend? God, he's got so many, like, he's got so many he's things busy. going on. He's really busy. He's very busy. I hope, I, see, this is why I don't want him to be on a diet. He's very, very busy. I hope he's getting enough rest. I hope he's eating hey, At least enough. he's getting protein. I'll give him Ugh. that. I guess. <laughs> but I don't think he needs to be on one. On no. a diet, but... Unless he's, like, shooting a beautiful pictorial with... An, with out a shirt on or something. <laughs> I don't even know. Listen, here's the thing, though. This fandom is already known to be thirsty. But... I am fans and Juhan fans are especially thirsty 
So I can't even imagine what would happen if we get like a sexy photo shoot from him. Because I barely like survived the arena one. Indeed. Yeah. Anyways. That's all. That's all we got. We have to go now. (laughs) Two hours and 20 minutes later. Oh my god, we have to go. It's been long enough. Uh, Alright. I will give my spiel. My my post-it note spiel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anyone wants to talk to us, or if anyone has any suggestions, comments, um, we're very friendly, so definitely reach out. There's many platforms you can do so (laughs) (laughs) there's you can email us old school kpop the kpop corner podcast at gmail.com you can reach out to me on twitter at kpop corner pod or you can reach out to us on tiktok at the kpop corner podcast or jade at mxbebe 2021 And as always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time at the K-Pop Corner. Bye. Bye!